0: Are you listening?
1: Uh. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, forgive me for I have sinned. It has been like two months since this last podcast.
0: You and you
2: alone have sinned. <laughs>
3: That's all great. The rest
2: of us were just waiting, literally at this table. I for called you to get every together.
3: day saying, can we come over and do a podcast? And every day you said, no, I'd rather sit here and not do it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm Craig. That's Meg. Hi, Meg. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Hi, Eli. Hi. And it yeah, I think it has been like two months since our last one because we're all a bunch of world travelers, mm-hmm. uh, which is crazy. I, I I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I'm kind of poor. Uh, so it's kind of interesting no. that, that in...
2: No, I'm not. Oh, wait, we're married. So we have the <laughs> same money.
1: <laughs> uh, no, between the four of us in the last couple of months, we've been to Paris, Tokyo, New York, and uh the and the potato famine belt
0: yes (laughs) eli where'd you go slovakia and hungary and poland oh yeah
1: i'm sure it was gorgeous but it just sounds like the most depressing vacation
0: ever it was wonderful and it was cheap that's why i go to those part that part of the world (laughs) if you're gonna go to europe don't go to paris you'll pay a lot of money for nothing and then Mm -hmm. but if you go to slovakia You might get, like, murdered in a hostel, but it's only $3.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You can't afford not to get murdered at that rate. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, so anyway, we're back, and we've uh, watched a lot of TV and movies, Mm -hmm. and we need to talk about it, because if we don't, we might explode. So today, I don't think we have a central... Theme today. It's, no, it's usually a,
2: a buffet. It's a
1: uh, yes, yeah, sure. I all, like that. All you can eat. uh <laughs> So, but let's start obviously with the only thing at TV and Jelly that really matters, and that's the Bachelor at. In yeah. this
3: case, yes. it is. It is indeed.
1: So, tell us uh, about the new season,
0: Meg. What's going on?
3: Well, I think we should have Eli tell us about the new season <laughs> because Eli <laughs> recapped the premiere. And he did a really great job.
0: Okay, this is the only time I've ever had anything to say about The Bachelor or The Bachelorette on TV and Jelly because I had never seen the show before. But Meg went out of town and she asked me to recap the first episode, which, by the way, was two hours long. I was not told that until I went to like <laughs> set the recording on my TV And it was like the entire block of the evening was The Bachelorette. (laughs) Plus, wasn't there like a pre-show or something? There were like extra things going on, too. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I sat down and I watched the show. I did not know any rules. And I'm still not sure that there are any rules to this show. And I was introduced to 21. How many are there? 31. There there were 31 people. What? 31 of the worst people who exist in America. Yeah. Like how did they find these people? And or Canada. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have not watched. Uh, have there been like what two more episodes since I one wrote one more
3: since you? Oh, one tonight. And
0: one tonight that you're missing. So I have not watched further to see if Waboom guy is still around <sighs> or what his deal is. But I'm very upset about his existence.
3: Okay. Here's the thing about Waboom, because I looked it up. He is. He's trying to become a comedian. Like he wants oh this to gosh. happen for him. No. He copyrighted no, the phrase, Wah, Boom. Mm. Copied? Copyrighted. Oh,
1: copyrighted. Copyright. Oh, shut up.
3: Yeah. And he has like merch. You can go on his website. Oh,
2: I love. Yeah. So that's like the worst kind of comedian. Yeah. Yes. It's just him. Like, and it's, would this I be the really equivalent g-
1: of like get her done or something?
2: Like carrot top. Probably. Pro- but even more like, Ugh, outrageously offensive just like on a, on a comedic funny. level yeah. not funny and I didn't get like the full weight of the Waboom just from the recap because you really have to see some video or whatever mm-hmm. to, I got, to realize how obnoxiously he does it
1: I got the full weight of it from Jimmy Fallon who made fun of him
2: <gasps> that's right and, there uh, was a great reenactment with the Roots
1: Right. <laughs> so the Roots reenacted a conversation between Waboom and somebody else mm-hmm. uh, it was wonderful
3: I'll have to watch it. Yeah, you'll... you'll.
1: Yeah, did you send
3: it to me? Someone did. Someone sent uh, it. Yeah, I
0: did send it, send it to Wabuman, you. Was it the sex addict guy? Because he's the other worst person oh, in the world. Oh, he's
3: terrible. And they had a confrontation in episode two. And it was like... I think Watching two I think monkeys argue. Scene. Like, they are so dumb. They're both so dumb. Like, mm-hmm. can I hardly speak English? Trying to argue their merits as human beings. It's terrible. Anyway... Besides Waboom, this is the best season in a long time. That That's is good. so
0: sad. I am so sad about that.
3: <laughs> no, because Rachel is great. I really, really like Rachel. No, as what, a what is
0: wrong with her that she didn't get rid of those two guys? Oh,
3: oh well, producers. the
2: producers
0: make her keep them. This is,
3: ugh,
2: From what I've heard, yeah. it's about like a third that the producers say, like, we're going to tell you who to keep. Yeah. And then she kind of has free reign Up, with up
1: the to others. a certain point in the season, right? I know Probably.
3: that Jeff... People water guy from Utah, they guaranteed him a spot in the top five <gasps> to get him to do the show. <gasps> that, is yeah. oh, that
2: is crazy.
3: Scandal. That is scandal. Hope I didn't rock your world right
2: then. Well, I mean, a little. I know. Like, I, I didn't know, know it would. I, I kind of have imagined it mostly as like collaboration between the producers and The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, not with the contestants. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> how much of this crap naive. is scripted?
3: Probably a lot. I mean, I would I would say 50 percent.
0: Oh my gosh.
3: Well, scripted in the sense like you need to stand here and you need to generally talk about this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Kardashians level scripting. Probably. Mm-hmm.
3: But I mean, horrible people are still horrible people and they're horrible even if they're mm-hmm. lightly scripted. So, so do you have a... in that sense.
1: Do you have a favorite this season?
3: I really love Diggy. Diggy? Who's that? Which Diggy? one's that? He's the one that has all the shoes. Oh and yeah. And he has really cool glasses. Mm-hmm. Sold. <laughs> Salt. Um, the black guys are so much better than the white guys. Like <laughs> you're
2: so racist.
3: I don't. You know what? It's they. I think uh, in this know,
2: subset of humanity.
3: Yeah, I don't know if they were like <laughs> trying to stack the deck, so to speak, so that. The bachelor becomes more diverse because the bachelor will be. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. One of the men not chosen, so they made right? Sure one that of like, the, the white guys were nuts. Yeah, and yeah. the the black guys were all really solid. Or I don't know, maybe they didn't, and it just worked out that way. But so far, I'm much preferring the black gentleman, even Demario, who mm-hmm. who was caught in a lie. What? Oh,
0: what happened? It looked really dramatic in it the It was previews. very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, he
3: still had a girlfriend at home, kind uh, of, who was bonkers herself. Uh, mm-hmm. But she, <laughs> she comes and she talks to Rachel, and she's telling Rachel that they never even broke up. And then all of a sudden, Demario's on after the final rose, and then Rachel goes to grab Demario. Demario walks into the gym, and he recognizes her, and then he remembers that he's not supposed to be recognizing her. And so he goes from a smile to like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to not know who this is, and then he looks surprised and he says, oh, who's this? Mm. What? Which that it was a lot weird. funnier. We <laughs> just made it sound. <laughs> it was actually really funny.
0: It's nice. painful.
1: Uh, okay, that's. Should I, we move on? I, yeah, I mean,
3: there let's There hasn't move been on. that much season.
1: Not much to talk about yet. So I guess I'm dig- I'm I'm digging on Diggy if Meg says so. Uh, but. Thanks. Also, the Survivor finale mm-hmm. happened since we last met. Yeah. Uh, so, tell was there anything to tell about there?
0: Uh, a couple of things. This was a very, very strange season um, because almost every single episode, I didn't like understand what had happened when it was over, and so I don't know if the editing was bad or if there was just way too much strategizing happening off camera, so they like weren't able to accurately portray what was going on. But um, Survivor does this thing that really frustrates me where they drag out a season for an eternity and then all of a the sudden there are like seven people left and they're like, next week we're going to narrow it down to one winner. And it's like, okay, but for week after week you've been getting rid of one person then all of a sudden they just like have like a million tribal councils in the end. And so you sort of feel like you get pushed through this whirlwind at the end. And this time I was rooting for my baby girl, Aubrey, who sometimes reads TV and jelly, <laughs> but probably doesn't listen to this pod- podcast. Wait,
2: um, why not? I don't know. She should.
0: She should. Some if, people
2: don't like podcasts. Give me a
0: call, Obs. If you're listening to this, you you know my Twitter. Hit me up on the twits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was rooting for her, but <laughs> she she got she got uh, she got taken out with just a few people left, and um, the ultimate winner was a woman named Sarah. Who? Woo! Yeah,
2: that's also my name. It <laughs>
0: yeah, is, but she spells it with an H. Oh, never
3: mind. Which I Sarah? Don't like them. Sarah does not.
0: I know <laughs> that Sarah does not <laughs> spell hers with an H because I made that mistake once and I got publicly called <laughs> out in front of thousands of people. Literally,
2: our our collective
3: thousands of, of friends. Facebook
0: friends. Here you, I was just trying to do a nice thing. Are and you, she's you like, ever
3: going to recover from that? No, I'm not.
0: I'm not. I'm like I'm like saying nice things about. I'm like promoting Sarah's work, body of work, and the only. Only thing she has to say about it is, you spelled my name wrong, <laughs> you and you shall down. never be forgiven. And <laughs> I even went back and edited it, and I still felt like there was a rift between oh my us. God.
3: So maybe we should
2: Whoa. go offline
3: so. for some group theory. Maybe there's
2: a bonus episode where like, we hash this
0: out. Yeah. So uh, Sarah with an H1, which it was actually a great winner. Sometimes the the winner of Survivor is somebody who did nothing and it's frustrating or they're bad people or whatever. This was a person who seems like a good person and she strategized and worked really hard. So we're fine with the season. Mm-hmm. So now we're on like a three month hiatus and we'll be back at it in the fall.
3: Do you know where they're filming right now?
0: Uh, Fiji. I don't I feel like they're Tropical Island. They're not moving around much anymore. In the early days of Survivor, where it took place was the name of the season. So it'd be like Survivor Guatemala and whatever. And then it seems like about five years ago they just like gave up on getting new locations. And now that where they are is almost like a like a back thought what's that phrase that I'm trying to think of that word Afterthought. afterthought yeah yeah it was it's a very it's a complicated word like I, a lot of people don't know it it's like almost like an afterthought and um the name of the season now is like a some kind of theme like, like a twist yeah uh blood versus water is a season that they've done a few times what? where you bring in everybody comes in with a family member Ugh. and or they they did a season where it was like white collar versus blue collar versus. No-collar yeah, yeah, hippies. Yeah. And Who so, won that one? Um, blue-collar. A blue-collar guy did. I would,
3: uh, yeah. Good that sounds man. right.
0: Yeah, but the white-collar people, like, did really well. They just got beat out by one blue-collar guy. Hmm. If I'm remembering correctly, that was the season of Chaos cast. I'm talking about you guys don't know what I'm talking about I
2: don't know what that what that last part was Yeah, Chaos Cast
0: Chaos Cast she's like she's another one of my homegirls from Survivor I've got like a group of like a posse of homegirls they don't know it sure. but they're mine
2: <laughs> no sure. I watched Big Brother last summer and I, I have a similar feeling about a few people I'm like you and me, we would be friends. Like I know mm-hmm. that we would enjoy going to Target together and all of that. <laughs> top model, I always had friends on top. Oh, model. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Most people say like I could get a beer with him, but for you, it's <laughs> go Target, to Target together.
2: Absolutely.
0: Hey,
1: uh, you're in the suburbs now, Eli. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we're gonna find like linens.
3: We're gonna look at some like wall decor, handbags. I always opt out with a handbag. Do I have you? So many Target handbags. Hmm. Anyway,
1: that may be the saddest thing anybody's ever said on this podcast.
3: Why?
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you could see Craig's face right now, it would be like, "Come on, Meg."
0: The saddest thing we've talked we like talked about the Kardashians for ten minutes. That's true. Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: Speaking of, (laughs) here we go. I finally finally got to the episode where Bruce tells his family he's going to transition. Mm -hmm. I've I've trained for like you guys know like a year for this. (laughs) It was so satisfying to finally get to that episode. How and it was, was it? It was surprisingly poignant. Like mm-hmm. it was, I was impressed with the sensitivity with which they handled it. Um, I agree. You you watched it?
2: Yeah. Um. I I always kind of like dip in and out of the Kardashian world, but the thing about it to me is that I don't know that people appreciate, or maybe I've just gotten sucked in because I'm naive and whatever. But Drink like the Kool Aid, like maybe a little. Where it's like, this is a family. Like, they're an incredibly weird family and they're doing scripted stuff and all that. But, like, they are a family. And yeah. there's, like, a true depth to that as far as, like, the relationships that they have and the loyalty and all of that. And so when these real life, like, serious things happen and people have babies and people get divorced and whatever, it's like, there's real emotion going on there. Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciated
3: it. I I was impressed by by Kim, who actually knew for a long time, Yeah, mm-hmm. she had caught Bruce cross-dressing a number of times and had kept it a secret, and the sensitivities with which she handled that. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me was how they were mourning the loss of Bruce totally. as a person. That's not something I had considered, that it would be like losing a loved one, even though that loved one still existed in another form. It mm-hmm. wasn't the same, so. Right. Mm. Anyway, just skip to that episode is my advice. <laughs> it if wasn't worth
0: <laughs> putting in all the time to get to it. I
3: mean, I think I'm a rare breed that like really had a lot of fun with it. I don't know that you, Eli, would would benefit <laughs> in the same way. We
0: typically have the exact same taste in TV. And yeah. Movies, so yeah. You really appreciate
3: that. and respect everything I watch. So mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, anyway, what we? Cardass? what? what yeah. Survivor? yeah so, really? we're done, we're, with, yeah, that. We're done okay. with that
1: maybe we should talk about some movies <gasps> okay because that's okay. what I do uh, we were talking earlier in the evening as we were all sitting down to dinner about how I don't watch TV unless it's like MLB.TV and I watch the Mariners almost every night
0: oh, um, Nice. because oh is that sports games yep it's sports <laughs> games okay <Eli. laughs> is that
3: a match <laughs> yeah that's one of the game
0: set match am I right go goalie <laughs>
3: Uh, take take it I, up
0: <laughs> take it up the alley, throw it in the hoop, <laughs> jam bam. Am I right everybody? Referee it all the way down the field. <laughs> what just exactly. happened <laughs> nailed it awesome I w- actually have a dream of being <laughs> a sports commentator for one day <laughs> because I would get fired but it would be the most <laughs> I really love that <laughs> it idea. would be the most fun day of my life like if anyone out there listening knows how to make this happen <laughs> for me I don't care if it's on a local level I totally. don't care
2: I could see you announcing for just like a high school football game and yeah. just being like I'm gonna have fun
0: with this I would be like the boom goes the dynamite guy only I wouldn't be nervous <laughs> <laughs> Could you be the Waboom goes the Diamond? No, yeah?
3: oh.
0: no. Now we have to pay someone.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> That's true. If there were three A's and four O's, you owe him oh. money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, um, no, I yeah, I watch sports games, mm-hmm. uh, but no, I so I I've had a habit since five years ago probably since sarah and i lived in seattle where i started going to movies by myself mm-hmm. and now it's
2: not because he doesn't love me you guys oh it's because no. sarah doesn't love movies okay. i actually do but.
3: i think that it's important to point out that for a lot of married couples with children that's often the only option that's is going true. to movies alone. 100%, yeah mm.
1: anyway so yeah so i still see a lot of movies and that's yeah that's my outlet so um I guess I don't know I've got like a list of movies like the the big ones that I've seen this year and maybe I'll just try to review them in like a a word or phrase
3: okay can we can we like add stuff we've also seen it
1: yeah totally Mm. Uh, anybody seen John Wick 2 Mm -mm. or John Wick 1 for that matter no -hmm. oh my gosh you guys are missing out John Wick 2 is so bloody good cool Uh, (laughs) Logan uh boring and awesome. Uh Kong Skull Island. Oh boy. Just boring. Uh and kinda racist. It's actually really racist. I'm sure. Uh Power Rangers. Oh no. Way better than you would have thought.
3: Hmm. Okay, but better, that's like better that's than pretty it, bad. <laughs> what I think is pretty, pretty bad. It's sure.
1: No, yeah. And so
3: way better is like a little below mediocre No, like
1: so if it's so if it's on a scale of one to ten, it would have been like a probably like a six or a seven, maybe. Uh, but I was expecting, like, a three. Okay. And so, uh, so yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I did see that. Oh. Uh, uh, joyous romp through I the movies. I liked it better than the first one. Yeah, me too.
3: Everyone, the first one, when we went and saw it, like, everyone and their grandmother had been like, Oh, my gosh, this is the funniest movie. And so I was expecting, like, the funniest movie. And it was, like, entertaining for a superhero movie. Yeah. But I felt like the second one was really actually legitimately funny.
1: Yeah, I liked it a lot. I saw it, the first time I saw it in French. And so I didn't get a lot of the little little jokes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then when I came back and saw it here, it was hilarious. I mean, it was funny in French too, but I just didn't get all the jokes. Uh, And then the last one I saw was Wonder Woman, which is very good and overrated. Um, Everybody's kind of freaking out about that one right now. And it is really well done but it's not that good you guys it's not that good let it go hmm. um anyway I, I think is that because is that because you hate women well only the wonderful ones
0: mm.
1: yeah uh All, so,
2: only the really beautiful israeli ones who oh can, my can gosh
1: <sighs> she has the greatest legs ever put on screen
2: <laughs>
3: besides sarah
0: <laughs> hers haven't been on screen that's right oh. silver screen no i know,
2: I'm well-known for my modesty when it comes to my legs <laughs> when I'm on film. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh,
3: yeah, she's the one that doesn't show her legs. we got to cast someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the running.
1: Uh, <laughs> but uh, there are a lot of movies I didn't see that everybody else did see. Sarah, I know you saw Get Out.
2: Yeah, oh. really good.
1: <gasps> Tell me about it.
2: Um, it was super good. Um, so I am really not somebody who likes scary movies at all. I credit that to the fact that my um, my mom showed me Carrie when I was seven (laughs) years old, and kind of messed you up a little bit. She like intentionally. My mom isn't like this, but whatever. She was that night. She like intentionally would grab me like at the scary like jump moments, and I was seven, (laughs) and it was Halloween night. Anyway, so I I don't have a good track record on that front, but. I checked around and decided that get out would be worth the risk of like being scared out of my pants. And I wasn't like, I was scared and I was, it was intense, but I, I had a good experience with it and I, I loved the twist. I thought they handled it so well. Like, I don't know what else to say. Really. It's been a little while. So I haven't, I haven't given it much. thought. How
3: scary is it? Um, it is, uh,
1: on a scale of one, on a scale <laughs> okay. of one to the descent.
3: Troll two is one. <laughs> paranormal activity is Oh, ten. paranormal activity is awful. Oh, that's so, so scary! I still have So about it's
2: that. nowhere near more paranormal activity. Okay, it's more like if that's a ten, then this is like a four. Okay, as far as just like. By
1: the way, there there are a few listeners just laughing their heads off at you right now. Oh, I know. So you
0: you put the descent. That's your ten.
1: I I watched it recently, and I had I had to watch it in like four different installments because I yeah. was just like I I that, had to
0: walk away for a little while. That movie was so horrifying. And then the monsters came out. And I was just like, wait, now there are monsters, wait, what's
2: too. The descent? It's about some people who go hiking in a cave.
0: And they it's like claustrophobia. Like, they're, they're crawling through. And it's like so, it is so awful to watch. And then, like, halfway through the movie, all of a sudden, there are also monsters in the cave. And I was just like, no, 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 no. This was bad enough without the monsters Was it being recent? There. Mm, 2005, Yeah, 10 years ago or more.
2: Ooh, he borrowed it from a friend. And I was like, are you really our friend? Do you want to bring this into our home? <laughs> it is
0: horrifying. Uh, it was really good yeah.
1: though, really mm-hmm. well done. Yeah. Anyway.
2: And so with Get Out, I felt like it was it was scary enough to like really qualify in that category, and it was there was like a twist that was okay. that added the fear, but more than that, it was just like well acted, clever, original, and like really beautifully made too. Like you know, would you call it a
3: horror film or a thriller? A thriller. Okay i can do that
2: yeah okay. you can totally do that and i think you'll really enjoy it
3: okay sold
2: do it you can come over to our house i don't know it's not like we have it but maybe it's at Redbox. <laughs> you can you can pick it up at Redbox. <laughs> and i'm gonna come drive over. 40 minutes and come please do the I'll, I'll help you through it thanks
3: awesome yeah. sorry um, worth it
2: wait we're back on you what else have you watched um are we done with movies yeah
1: what tell us what you're watching on the t- on the television okay. on well, the not silver screen
2: okay I have two things. I'm trying to figure out what order to to do them in. Okay, the leftovers. Oh boy. Okay, so this is on HBO. Nobody's watching it except for critics who love it, mm. and I love it too. And the or the you must s-
1: be cultured.
2: <laughs> I am, and I am refined. <laughs> and I the series finale aired last night. I watched it today. They nailed it it was so good and like i'm gonna be an evangelist for this movie or for this series for the rest of my life it is so beautiful what's it about okay so here's the premise and this is like the first three minutes of the first episode so it's it's you're not spoiling anything not spoiling anything without any warning or any explanation two percent of the world's population disappears Mm. in an instant and it's all over the place there's no rhyme or reason to who disappears or like no answers as to where they went nothing and so the whole series is about like coping with that it's about like grief it's about people trying to figure out meaning in their lives um and the first season is like well it's based on a novel and the novel is also called the leftovers and so the first season covers this timeline in the book and then the next two seasons takes those same characters, but just like it changes it up. It. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if I would say, I want everyone in the world to watch this unless you're not okay with like HBO content. I
1: Still want like everybody- Boobies and F-words and stuff.
2: Exactly. And violence and, and just like heavy subject matter. If the If you watch the first season and you're like, this is a bummer. It absolutely is. It is like so much of a bummer. But if there's anything that you like about it, hang tough until the second season because it like the first season is beautiful and everything but it just feels kind of like hopeless and then they change things
3: up enough in the second and third seasons that it's really wonderful so you are the second person in a space of three days to recommend this show to me and the first recommender said is the most emotionally um he's never felt more sad than watching the first season of The Leftovers.
2: Um, I don't know that I've never felt more sad in my life, but as far as a TV experience, totally.
3: Yeah. He said it will rip you apart, Yeah, but it's so good.
2: It's so good. Like it's, to me, it's worth it. Like I don't want anyone to like endanger their mental health mm-hmm. or anything, but it's, it's worth it for like the places you get to eventually and for the way that it allows you to c- kind of like explore. Cause I mean, this is all a metaphor for like death in general, mm-hmm. right? And it, the way it allowed you to explore these really like deep emotions, like I've never seen TV do that before at all. And it was just so amazing. And there's lots of questions. Well, for one thing, co-created by one of the co-creators of Lost, if that tells you anything, as far as like kind of mystery and these big themes. Twisty. Twists. Sure. Um, so what was I going to say about that? I don't remember where I was going with that information. Um... But I, I just really loved it and I want everyone to watch it. And I will be talking about this for like years to come.
1: I've, I've probably watched like two or three episodes worth from mm-hmm. the first season, just kind of over Sarah's shoulder. And if I start watching it, it will be because it has two of my faves. Liv Tyler mm-hmm. is great. Uh, and then the greatest, and here's a controversial thing among nerds. Sorry, you guys. Mm-hmm. The Greatest Doctor from Doctor oh, Dr. Who, Quinn,
0: medicine woman. Oh,
2: <laughs> yes, she's amazing. <laughs> no, from
1: Doctor Who, when they they revived Doctor Who like 10, 15 years ago, and Christopher Eccleston was the Doctor for one season, and people didn't really like him, and so they brought in David Tennant, who's amazing.
0: Which one is the guy from Keeping Up Appearances?
1: I don't know what that is. Mm,
3: oh. It's
1: it's not a sports game. That, so. No, that was
3: such a great okay. show.
1: Keeping Up Appearances is one of my favorite shows <laughs> um, uh, of, of all time. Yeah, uh, David Tennant was the one who was on Jessica Jones if you oh it's not him uh okay.
3: but keeping up appearances their last name is bucket but she insists Buk-kay. on being called bouquet <laughs>
0: <laughs> that show is <laughs> so amazing that is phenomenal television is so,
3: so this is who i'm talking about i'm showing him a picture right
2: okay. now okay
1: uh, uh, Christopher Christopher yeah, like yeah. See, he he is wonderful in this he so. really is
2: fantastic and he p- kind of you know there's him and his sister who's played by Carrie Coon, which she is so amazing. Um, and they kind of represent this duality of, like, faith versus reason. Like, she she loses everybody. She loses her husband and her two kids Oof. in the departure. And that's what they call it, the sudden departure. And so she's, like, wrecked. And the way she looks at it is it's like there's no rhyme or reason to this, and there's no purpose behind it. And he's a pastor, and so he's like, no, this is you know god yeah this means something although at first his whole thing is like everyone thinks this was the rapture it wasn't the rapture because all these people were awful like he starts i mean not all of them obviously like children disappeared and stuff and like good people but he just tries to like he goes on this quest to kind of show like this person who disappeared was committing fraud and this person you know so Mm. anyway but they just they have this ongoing like yin and yang of faith and reason throughout the series but they're brother and sister and so they like are really supportive of each other i just I love it and i just mm. i but ab- i don't know anybody in real life who has been watching this so i've just been like, addu- addicted to the subreddit lately because i need to talk about it <laughs> with mm. people um so that's what i've been watching and then the other thing um is the handmaid's tale oh man so yes. meg it's so good <laughs> it's so have good. you guys watched it at all no. okay is that on hbo no it's on Hulu. hulu okay um So, how are you feeling about it, um, especially in light of, like, in comparison to the book?
3: I think that they're doing a really good job, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's due to Margaret Atwood being a consultant for Mm -hmm. the show. Yeah, Maybe now's a good time to talk about the TV and Jelly Book Club, which we've started doing, because... Mm It was really fun to read Big Little Lies and then write about it and learn that a lot of our readers had also read it and watched the series. So we've started doing this with a few other things, and Handmaid's Tale is one of them. So mm-hmm. I read the book right before it premiered. Loved the book. Yeah, loved it so good. So one much. of my favorite books. It's I was blown away by how good it is, and I have not bis- been disappointed in the series and how true it is to the story, mm-hmm. while adding more, mm-hmm. but in a way that doesn't detract from the message of the book Mm -hmm. i am annoyed that they're doing another season
2: yeah i'm i mean they're gonna have to kind of like impress me because when i found that out i was like no you guys just don't draw this out no but let there be an ending absolutely i think i i've been kind of of two minds with it like i think okay excellent acting excellent cinematography excellent music and like i'm kind of split on the writing um i think it, whereas the book goes deep and it's all about like her emotions and her inner life the book just tries to go broad and the they're series. like oh yeah excuse me the series goes broad and so they're like they they try to like explore different things in this world and to me it's like not as fulfilling and even the dialogue sometimes I'm like that really, did you put any effort into that like I don't know it just that bothers me and I I don't know this is going to be like maybe a, a prequel to mine and Eli's eventual therapy episode of this podcast, mm-hmm. but like, are you having much of like an emotional like? I, I have so many friends who are like, oh, I have to turn it off. Like, I get so emotional. Like, it really triggers like all these fears and feelings for me, and I'm just like, am I dead inside? Like, no, no. The book did it you're more. A, you're a reasonable than the series. Person. Well, I think and my you understand are reasonable too.
1: Like- <laughs> truth and fiction and all that hmm. well but I mean but
2: I cried watching The Leftovers today <laughs> three times I didn't um, say you're always a reasonable person <laughs> crying doesn't make us unreasonable next episode of the therapy sessions yeah. with TV and Jelly <laughs> <laughs> um, marriage counseling <laughs>
3: <laughs> that'd be fun mm-hmm. that would be fun let's get into that Eli and I can just listen to your marriage okay. I'm,
0: I'm super good at providing marriage advice <laughs>
3: yeah you are. I can see that about pain. you yeah <laughs> i like, sports announcement
0: just get along oh well just don't live together
2: <laughs> you should end it um so no like I don't know I I've had some moments with the Handmaid's Tale series where I've been really really impressed and like obviously I'm watching it every Wednesday you know I'm I'm right there but I think maybe I'm just more more a fan of the book like maybe that's more my speed I like uh, exploring her um her connections and kind of her inner monologues instead of all the extra stuff. And I'm also very bothered that in the book, she like doesn't have, offered the main character, she like doesn't have a dad in her life, mm-hmm. she, but it does talk about her mom a lot. Mm-hmm. And in the series, they mentioned her dad in like the first one or two episodes and like nothing about her mom I'm like what I, mm. I'm very upset about that and I'm I feel misogynist. like well it's it's not that it's misogynist it's not that I'm sitting it's not that that's my complaint it's just because I think there's so much richness in the book because of her mom and her mom was like the second wave feminist that Alfred was like really annoyed by and stuff and but it like I don't get the point and it's like if you don't fulfill if you don't tie up this loose end and like prove to me that that was worth it eventually then I'm going to be real mad and yeah. maybe I won't watch no, the No I do season. agree
3: with that because the mom in the book is a very compelling character because she's such a feminist and Alfred mm-hmm. is so apathetic toward it and mm-hmm. then becomes a handmaid's tale or handmaiden. Whoa <laughs> guys, she does become a handmaid's tale though <laughs> in a way. In a way um, yeah so that's yeah that is annoying right well we'll see how they deal with it
1: well Eli is there anything else you want to talk about I finally watched
0: Hidden Figures on a Plane oh I know I'm like way behind the times but I I didn't know that was like the full title Hidden, uh, <laughs> hidden figures on a, it's a it's a sequel snakes to Snakes on, plane. on a Plane. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's like more uplifting. Uh, I really, really liked it. But then, it's just
3: like math figures coming yeah. on.
0: <laughs> oh no! We <laughs> must solve this problem.
1: theorem.
2: It's coming through, through the windows.
0: <laughs> this summer, there's a problem
1: to solve. You guys, you guys are you guys are so quiet until you're not. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> recording. This, you is is so pro- difficult. this is probably <laughs> awful. Craig's <to laughs> running to. the
2: board like oh, oh move
0: that um, dial. But as soon as it was over I then made the mistake of watching A documentary that was An HBO documentary about Alcoholism and now I am afraid Of alcoholism (laughs) It is taking over America Did you guys know that?
2: No I was all worried about opiates Is it alcoholism actually?
0: Everyone And like okay so here was the thing there were all these They show they like focused on Four different people who had like different kinds of Alcoholism and different levels so there was like a a woman who goes and parties with her friends on the weekends and like binge drinks, but then the rest of her life is like put together, but she has a problem. And then there's like a guy who wakes up at four in the morning to drink half a bottle of vodka just so he can like function. So like different levels, but, um, I'm, I'm watching this thing and they like go and follow these people around for a while. And the people are like trying, they like don't want to admit they have a problem on some level. But as the HBO crew is following them around, they are just like downing like tons of alcohol. And I'm watching this and I was like, if you want to prove that you don't have a problem, just don't drink. And then I was like, oh, that's why they're alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like that's Wait the whole point it's of it. It's really
2: this. hard to do that. They just
0: can't not. And so, anyway, but I'm really scared of alcoholism right now.
2: Did you order anything on the plane?
0: I did not. <laughs> is Sky Mall still a thing? I feel like nobody talks about it anymore. She was talking know. about drinks. A drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm
2: going to say definitely the answer to is, no, is that your brain didn't even go there even though we were just talking See, about alcohol. Yeah, I am,
0: I'm
1: just you're not. You're
2: safe, I bet, then.
0: I
1: probably. I bet you're
2: okay. I don't probably. know, unless you're binge drinking on the weekends like that one girl. Who knows?
1: Uh,
0: SkyMall.com, by the way.
3: Oh, great. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's a website. Still a then. thing.
0: So you can order while you're on the ground now. These are the days of Miracle <laughs> and Wonder, people.
3: So I also just watched a documentary on a plane. Mm -hmm. It was the Warren Buffett documentary, also by HBO.
0: I watched that as well. That's good, huh? Yeah, let's talk about it. (laughs)
3: Okay. He's super interesting. Okay, the
0: most, the only takeaway I got from the entire thing. Was that every morning he decides which breakfast he's going to have at McDonald's. Yeah. And he has his wife set out the exact amount of change for that specific breakfast. And he decides which one he's going to get based on how successful he feels.
3: How if the markets are the, up or down.
0: Yeah. So like if the markets are down, he goes for like the cheaper one that's like 20 cents less.
3: Warren Buffett, the richest man in America. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You
1: don't, you don't get to be that, saw, like without being pretty anal retentive. Well, about I saw, I
0: was watching like that part and like some other parts where he was talking about like his habits. And I like, uh, there was part of me that thought, um, wow, what a humble, down to earth guy. But then there was another part of me that was like, I don't want to hang out with this no, guy. That yeah. would be miserable.
1: If
3: I had money, oh my gosh, the things I would do if I had so much money. <laughs> we
0: would be, we
1: would all be the worst rich the people, people ever. Oh, the I'd people you'd miserable. fail to help.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the shoes I would wear
2: And can I just tell you The, the Target bags
3: you would yeah. acquire Yes all of them literally. The in, ones in that I color. look at longingly And then put back on the shelf Because there's another one in my cart Yeah mm. I would get them both mm. Why wouldn't you I mean you have all this oh, money I'm Warren Buffett <laughs> uh. Anyway
1: I feel like the only thing that sentence was missing was No oh, never mind it a was swear. a bad word I yeah. swear uh. <laughs> Can
3: I talk about what I'm watching or are you done
1: I'm done sorry
0: <laughs>
3: you should be. You spoke way yeah. too long. I wish. I wish, I wish
1: everybody could have seen the look you gave him when you
0: said that. Are you done? <laughs> I'm
3: sorry,
0: I, I provided my psi. Wait,
3: PSA. PSA. I was <laughs> like, something
0: sounds wrong with that. What would psi be? That's per square inch. I provided my per square inch. <laughs> That's
3: pound pounds per square inch. And my PSA. Wait, but do you have any other shows you're watching?
0: Mm, well, House of Cards, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, Orange is the New Black is about to come out I can't recommend it Are to you anybody. still watching that? Orange Orange is the New Black?
3: Yeah Yeah I watched the first season the,
0: Okay so season one I thought was really good Season two was okay Season where are we now? I don't even know
3: Okay here's what's confusing to me Isn't it a one year sentence? But
0: they, Yeah but they're dragging it out So I understand the, the next season The entire season takes place in one day
3: oh okay Whoa. so they're still on her first year yeah. in prison yeah okay
0: so she's uh, I, I think by the last season she had been in for like eight months or so and it's like a f- 15 month sentence or something but um, the last season what I was going to say is the last season really was good Okay. I think it was their best season They. it started to wane for me and I was having a very hard time but it's gotten very very good again so anyway noted those are the things I'm watching
3: but do you like the other ones I was just kidding. You didn't How, talk too long. You can House keep of talking.
0: Cards. House of Cards had a really good season. I think I finished it. <laughs> I kind of fell asleep at the end, but that wasn't House of Cards' <laughs> wow, fault. Good. No, it was my fault. I'm I'm just not paying good enough attention. Uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I'm like halfway through it. I know, Meg, you're watching that as well. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it so far?
3: I mean, I love Titus. I wish the whole show was just Titus. Kimmy's mm-hmm. becoming a little unbearable. Like, she's too unbearable yep. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was right there. I know. I got there first. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um, And, yeah, I kind of don't care about their lives as much as I used to. I
0: don't care about Mrs. Voorhees' life as much as I used to. Yeah. I thought she was really an entertaining character but before. But
3: I, I really want Titus to be happy. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, in it, I'm in it for Titus.
0: Mm-hmm. They, I have noticed on season three they are finally developing his character and giving him more depth than the first two seasons. Oh really? Yeah, there was like an episode where and maybe you haven't gotten to this one yet, where he like actually realizes how much he cares about Kimmy and it was like the first time I you ever saw emotion from him that wasn't just sass. Yeah. And no, it, I there, yeah. I appreciated it. Like it was a really sweet episode.
1: Okay. So.
3: I just finished the uh where he lemonates yeah, which is pretty great. <laughs> oh, you're like on episode
1: two. <laughs> I'm sorry, he Lego what now?
3: Four today. Lemonades. He, he,
2: he, I don't the, know what that means. in the Beyonce. spirit of Beyonce. What's Beyonce? <laughs> um, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, Go I okay. Watch your sports I games. know, I know what
1: a, I know what a Beyonce is, but what's a lemonade?
2: She released an album. Okay. That was amazing, and it was called Lemonade. Okay. It was a visual album, mm-hmm. so it's it not a thing. It is, it because is because Beyonce
3: can do whatever the hell she wants, and because she's, she's Beyonce, creative
2: and amazing. But mm-hmm. basically, it was just like this extended music video that covered the entire album, but was like
3: you know, kind of telling a story, kind of like Tove I don't know what that sure. is. Anyway, All so right, no. there was poetry, and then there's a song where Beyonce called hold up and it's the best song that's ever been written or performed and she comes out of this building and all this water rushes down. She's wearing this yellow dress. It's a beautiful she, yellow dress. She takes a baseball bat. And she's got like these, this cleavage that's like amazing. And then she's like <laughs> walking around in this dress and this cleavage. And she's like. Okay, Shh. now you have my attention. She's <laughs> destroying cars. She's like. With a baseball bat. Tearing up but, the city But bat. happily. And she's talking about how she's been cheated on. It's uh, so, so good. Because here's I'm like thing. getting chills talking about it. It's and really good. And then Titus in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt does the same thing in a yellow dress with a baseball bat. And it's hilarious. It's really funny
0: okay I had not even I'm not I even familiar you. with lemonade but like I understand the general concept because I am a am alive you're human. Really, you have a pulse um, right so but, but even <laughs> even not being that familiar with it that whole scene was so funny to me yeah it's pretty great. and I recognize like as I was watching it, I'm like I'm sure that he's like mimicking and parodying like a lot of things from that video but and
3: it sounds just like it but the words are different and really funny
0: mm-hmm so it's a bit like watching
1: hot rod when he does flash dance in the woods
3: a little bit
2: i don't know i haven't seen unbreakable kimmy schmidt so i can't uh attest to that but Mm. sure if Mm. that if that helps you then yeah (laughs) whatever it takes that can be a reference
0: do so do you guys neither of you watch the unbreakable kimmy schmidt
2: i started watching the first season and i it was just one of those weird things i was like i'm enjoying this and then one day i just like didn't turn on another episode and like i never missed it oh and so, but I loved Titus, and that's pretty much like my main takeaway from it is how much I love Titus. Mm-hmm. That's all. I love John Hamm whenever he's in it. Yeah, he's I didn't even him. get to the John Hamm part. Like I was. I I was
1: don't out. like anything with John Hamm in it, just because it makes me feel so inferior. I, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's like a perfect man. He's he is did you see the that perfect magazine. specimen. He
3: just did with the spread, and he has his arm rolled up and his muscle. He's just like. His muscles are just there, and he's like looking in the other direction. And it, like, I almost passed out. Like, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Ridiculous. Uh. Um, anyway,
2: on that note, I want to mention very, very quickly just going back to the leftovers that uh justin thoreau is like the lead in it oh and um jennifer
3: aniston's husband
2: yeah exactly mr jennifer aniston and he um he's a beautiful man yeah and they have him naked quite a bit (laughs) sold (laughs) well it's like because so often they need to symbolize that he as a character is vulnerable and the easiest way to do that with a person as beautiful as he is is just to like disrobe him and it works to great effect (laughs) Uh, so that'll be another selling point the most emotional show you've ever seen and justin throws hot bod
0: i'm I'm gonna go watch the show and it's gonna be so incredibly stupid but i'm gonna be like oh i i now know she's been blinded
2: (laughs) no it is if it's like glee Glee level writing no No, it is not glee level if it's if it's
1: the nudity that makes it good then maybe we should okay so i don't just watch baseball we can talk about all the pornography no No, i'm just kidding sounds like a bad Um,
3: idea so we had someone comment on big little lies um, oh! about the content. I was like, I should warn you, there's some nudity. And she's like, I can handle female nudity. She's like, it's male nudity. I remember that comment. I'm not so sure. And then I was like, well, there's some of that. And then she asked about which actor it was. And I told her, and she's like, all right, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like...
2: Oh, was great. she worried that it was like Adam Scott it I don't like know he? but it, like
3: he's really good looking so she was like okay I can make an <laughs> exception I'm very offended by male <laughs> <laughs> nudity unless it's this guy it's okay, that was my favorite comment <laughs> either <laughs> oh, oh, shout uh, out to you sister
1: Meg did you have more shows to talk about I did yeah, I've been watching
3: the Americans well okay we watched the Americans a long time ago and we stopped after season one because the first episode of season two is brutal. And I was pregnant and it was just like too much for me. Kids get hurt. And when I'm pregnant, yeah, I'm like super sensitive to stuff like that. And so we stopped. And now recently we picked it back up again. And it's funny because when we were watching it four years ago, we we're like, oh, Russians, funny. Like, <laughs> remember when we were worried about that? And yeah. now watching it, it's like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah. the Russians Russia. are coming. Um, <laughs> it's a little more close to home now, but it's really good. It's, Uh, i have a habit of playing candy crush on my phone when we watch tv and i can't do that with the americans like i have Mm -hmm. to be paying attention that is
2: a sign of a good show for sure yeah
3: Mm -hmm. and it's not as intense as homeland which is like the closest comparison homeland's like too much no Um, way really not for Uh, craig because he's so intense no
1: the first three seasons (laughs) that's all i've seen i haven't seen past that but i thought that they were amazing
3: oh but they're so heavy well sure oh my gosh like they were affecting my everyday <laughs> life mood so the americans is like not that bad but it's still intense it's still really interesting um i watched schitt's creek oh on eli's recommendation which was so good
0: my favorite comedy that exists
3: it's so good um i don't know if we talked about it last time i but think it's, it's like
0: actually a flawless comedy yeah Every single character is so well written. All of the actors are great in it. It is exactly as sweet as it needs to be, and as funny as it can be. Like all of it, just this, the develop, the character development, the storylines, <laughs> what they what they're up to. I want to live inside of that show.
3: Yeah, I feel like I know the characters. Like I feel like they're my actual friends. So mm-hmm. when the last season ended, I like missed my friends. Yeah, yeah. I love that so feeling. That was. I mean, did you watch sad, season though. three? Yeah. Okay. Good um really great uh what's that on again is that a netflix you can
0: you can get seasons one and two on netflix and then if you love it enough then you can pay to see season three on amazon oh okay or
3: tv and jolly owns season three so you can watch it on our amazon account
0: oh there (laughs) you go and Perks. then, and then, yeah, it's season four they're I think filming right now. So it's a Canadian show, and so that's why it's not mm-hmm. on Netflix yet because they like just aired it in Canada. So I assume season three will be on Netflix maybe in the fall or something. Okay, but I might watch it again. It, it is Netflix. seriously like it is such a phenomenal <laughs> you can come show. Over
3: here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, and
0: I would rec- By the way, I would recommend it to pretty much every personality type. The one caveat is it has the occasional f word, so if that offends you. You know, go away. But it's like it's like one an episode. It's not like every other word. Otherwise, it's a it's a very like clean show.
3: Yeah, nice. um, Veep, mm-hmm. which is
0: which you've been talking about
1: now for like a long time. You must be really liking it.
3: Oh, it is so funny. It's Veep hilarious. is great. It's, I mean, it's kind of the exact opposite from Schitt's Creek in that they are all horrible, horrible to each other. No, there's nothing sweet about no. that show. They are terrible humans and they are so funny. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> the and writing, I've, I just, I'm like how? Yeah. How does this exist? Well,
0: I, like, I like, the thing I like about Veep is it doesn't glorify like being a bad person it sort of like puts them all they're all really bad people but it doesn't like make you like them no yeah it's just like it's almost like when I watch it I'm just like I don't want to be like any of these people you know it's like that's selfish and yeah yeah.
3: so if you like veep there's a movie that the original writer of veep wrote that's really funny called in the loop um, about British politicians visiting America and it's really super funny. And I cool. really recommend it. So yeah, I in like the loop. Um mm. We've also been watching Silicon Valley. My good
1: heavens. How do you people watch this much TV? This is uh, amazing. On double speed.
3: Well, th- I just watched Veep in Silicon Valley Sunday night. Because that's when they air on okay. HBO. This okay. isn't like nightly. Right. <laughs> I'm feeling very judged. No, I guess. <laughs> I'm just... Craig, uh, do you
0: know what we're doing
1: here?
3: <laughs> this is uh, literally a podcast about television. You
0: understand what our
1: job is? I know. <laughs> i just i feel like i have a show and then i'll kind of you know jump in watch the show every so often i'm rewatching daredevil right now and it's like yeah an episode here and there and and, but you know when i find something like when i watched stranger things it was like oh binge it to death in a week and then be done uh and and so i i guess i've been off of the cable bandwagon for long enough now that i'm really not used to the having a show to watch every week you Mm -hmm. know and it only takes up an hour of that week and that's not unreasonable and so my mind just isn't there anymore
3: okay well i forgive you (laughs) um also television is mine and steven's like greatest shared interests so that's like our bonding
0: not your children
3: (laughs) (laughs) i mean you saw steven
2: with the kids
3: (laughs) (laughs) they're they're a hot mess i hope they made it home (laughs) anyway um Silicon Valley. I'm a tech writer. I write for a tech blog. So I don't know if I find the show especially funny because I know people who are just like the people in that show. Mm. Or if it's universally funny, it must be universally funny. because no, lots Everybody of likes it. it.
0: I've, I've liked it, what I've seen of it. And I'm not familiar with that world at all.
3: It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very smart writing. There are a lot of bad words, again, if you're sensitive to that.
2: We are giving, like, way more disclaimers than we usually do. I know.
0: I don't know why we're being, like, really content-sensitive right prudes. now. Prudes. we just being prudes. a bunch of prudes. Yeah. <laughs> and... Well,
3: I think that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, you <laughs> not know... not that much TV. It's
1: re- <laughs> Reg. <laughs> it's been a remarkable uh, 50 minutes. Has yeah. it been 50 minutes? Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's remarkable that when we don't come with a central theme, how long we can just talk about, about television. TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, But I do want to bring up a couple of things before we go. Uh, Facebook. Go check out TV and Jelly on Facebook. Like the Facebook page. And if you have already done that, go ahead and drop us a line because we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. In fact, while we were recording, I got a message from Francis. Frances. oh francis she yeah
2: she's a devoted follower she is yeah
1: and francis uh, she was talking about uh, i gathered the bachelorette and she says i love watching this Kirk show craig did you did you secure oh. her permission to share yes. this yes
2: good I, did. <laughs> I was joking but awesome yes
1: i did um <laughs> she says i love watching this show with my newlywed daughter and her husband by the way their names are rachel and calvin Calvin. Yeah, I know you don't get a lot of Calvins no. these days, but I'd like to, you know, I'd like to know more Calvins. Uh, let's see, their observations, The the fight between Waboom and Blake is like what Andy and Dwight would have on The Office, except with worse language, <laughs> and that Anthony guy looks like Cobra Bubbles on Lilo and Stitch, which I never saw. I didn't so. either. I don't know what she's talking Some about. Some people, but.
2: though, are like, yes, you're so right. <laughs> yeah, <I'm>
1: <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> Anyway, no, the The point being, thank you, Francis, for reaching out. Can I say something out.
0: about Francis real quick? Yes, you may. And this is relevant to TV and Jelly. Uh, Francis, when I was several years ago living on a tropical island and I had no access to TV, and I wrote about it on my own blog and how upset I was I had no access to TV, and Francis, whom I have never met in my life, sent me like three or four dvds of old movies no way like they just like showed up in my p.o. box on this island one day and i still have them and i hope i said thank you to her at some point but in case i didn't and i hope she's listening to this francis you saved my life
2: what a freaking nice person
3: she's like a tv
0: and jelly all-star and that was before tv and jelly even existed (laughs) 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 and guess what you can be too Absolutely. <laughs> no,
1: anyway, we, we <laughs> do like hearing from you guys. So, whether it's comments on the blog or uh, catch up with us on Facebook or whatever, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, the other thing uh, I wanted to mention, i got to plug Strangerville because Sarah and I had so much fun doing Strangerville Live. And so, if you like podcasts and you like Eli and, like, and Meg, Meg and is, Meg. That's Meg that's is my new full time co host. That's, right. that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, I. Uh, eli does you do your blog of course mm-hmm. it must get or it just, it, gets, it just stranger. gets stranger it must uh, but then but then the strangerville podcast is the offshoot of that so yeah. and uh anyway sarah and i did stories at the strangerville live storytelling thing and mm-hmm. that was so much
0: fun that I, was a fun night i
1: am so glad you let us do that yeah so. that
0: was a really fun night and Unfortunately, our recording was not as good as we hoped. We had some technical difficulties, but you can hear those stories uh, if you go to listen to the StrangerVille podcast.
1: Yep. Sarah told a very touching story about how we met and fell in love and Mm -hmm. how she fell out of love with this other guy that was like my best friend. And then I told the story of like throwing apples at people. Mm -hmm. It was not so touching. Being a hoodlum. (laughs) I was a hoodlum. All right. So... I think that should do it. You guys good? Anything else? No, thank I guess you. we will reconvene in roughly a month. You're going to
0: play out that awful music. Which one? The one that
1: you chose. Are you
2: listening? Do yeah. you want a new oh. song? Oh.
1: Oh.
0: No, I don't know. You have to keep doing that I gave consistency. I gave,
2: I
1: gave Meg some choices and that's okay, the one she the chose. The other
3: ones were also bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hate you guys so yeah. much. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Let's talk about
3: Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.